I'm Sean Kinney and welcome to HetNet Happenings, where we take a look at all things DAS, small cell, Wi-Fi, and much, much more. Comscope, thinking beyond today's technology to help you make the best decision for your network and your business. Telecom Careers, the number one global telecom and wireless job board. Telecomcareers.com. This week we're down in Hollywood, Florida for PCIA's annual wireless infrastructure show. This is a great show that delves deeply into a lot of topics including towers, microwave, other backhaul schemes, and Wi-Fi, which is what we're going to talk about a little today. I was able to sit down with Mark Patterson, who is the VP of Product Development for Boingo Wireless. Now, business travelers recognize Boingo because they are the preeminent provider of public Wi-Fi access in airports around the country. As a matter of fact, just today, Boingo made an announcement that they have partnered with Carrier Sprint to deploy systems into 35 additional airports to continue expanding that footprint. And so what Mark and I talked about in the following segments uh, include their tiered Wi-Fi option, which, you know, imagine you're waiting for a plane. You may just need to check your email so you can buy a more affordable service plan that just provides you the bandwidth to do that. Or maybe you need to download a movie if you've got a long flight, so you need a more robust connection, so you pay a little more for that. They're also doing some exciting things with carrier Wi-Fi offload, which is a very interesting emerging topic. And then Mark and I talked a little bit about whether Wi-Fi should be free or what the value is and how you determine that. Please take a look. I'm Mark Patterson, Vice President of Product for Boingo Wireless in Westwood, California. Our relationship with Time Warner was, was actually groundbreaking. Boingo has been a, a real pioneer in the area of Passpoint. The idea of being able to provide not only seamless handoff between cellular carriers and Wi-Fi networks, but also Wi-Fi to Wi-Fi carrier offload. The idea of seamlessness is really about customer convenience. The idea that your device can seamlessly move from one type of environment to the other without you having to make a decision about what username or password or enter any sort of credentials to be able to connect to networks. The advantage with Time Warner was Time Warner was looking at select venues, venues that Boingo was already deploying Wi-Fi networks. And so the advantage for them was they were able to extend the reach for their subscribers to venues that are high, uh, of high attraction, namely airports, uh, and certain stadiums, uh, as well as other public areas. So, so far what we've seen from, from Passpoint is the idea of dealing with data offload uh, is definitely there. It's definitely a reality. We're, we're seeing millions of subscribers that are able to clearly and seamlessly transcend from one environment to the other. And that's very exciting. It certainly sets up things for the carriers because the, uh, the carriers are, are obviously keen in not only looking at offload, but how they are able to, to do a better job of uh, providing extended reach and more efficiency with this whole explosion of smart devices and, and phablets and tablets and, and different types of devices that are out One there. One of the things that we realized when we were, were deploying Wi-Fi networks is that the Wi-Fi requirements for uh, your typical consumer or business user varies very widely. When uh, you go into an airport, you may be there with your kids and you want to be able to download a movie quickly. Uh, you may be a, a business user who cares very much about security, but also has a variety of different applications that, they, that you need to run at the same time. 
And so what we did was we actually reinvented the, the concept of public Wi-Fi. We built it from the ground up and we created this thing called the Smart Network, which stands for Secure Multi-Device uh, Analytics-Driven, Responsive, and Tiered. And the idea of the smart network is to really be able to tailor the experience you have in public Wi-Fi to what your business needs are, and more importantly, to what your device needs are. You know, what we've done in the, in the process of this is we've created essentially a tiered structure. If you want to have quick Wi-Fi access to do that quick download of that movie or to be able to get to your email very quickly, we offer a, a very easy, economical, free tier. Yeah. Expanding from that, the ability to be able to have a more regular interaction, be able to go to more locations, be able to take your credentials and seamlessly go from place to place. Well, that, that's where we, we kind of see the subscribers fitting into play with that. And the, the real advantage there is you get the benefits of being able to connect multiple devices at once, you get higher speeds. And what we're finding in the market is that people are responding very well to that. They like the idea of being able to have that free access, that free Wi-Fi, when they just have very simple transactions to do. On the flip side, when they want to be able to go to multiple locations, say your typical business traveler who goes to multiple airports, the ability to be able to have that dependable account be able to connect very quickly when you have very little time between flights, well, that's clearly an advantage for having a subscription. And so we see that kind of balance out there uh, that, that really is, is driving this kind of, of tiered approach that's been very, uh, very positively received out in the marketplace. Your offload is a real hot topic here at PCIA and uh, with good reason. You know, we are at an era now where we have explosive growth not only in the numbers of devices that are out there, but in the kinds of applications and data-driven experiences that are, that are really driving what's going to happen in the next generation. You hear a variety of standards being discussed, how carriers want to approach dealing with higher capacity. How do they deal with the ability to support all of these devices, but more importantly, how to support all these applications? Carrier offload is one of the tools that the carriers you know, find very appealing because it allows for them to be able to make better use of the LTE spectrum that they have by taking a lot of the heavy payload data applications, data intensive applications, such as downloads, such as streaming, and move it into a more natural environment for data, which is where Wi-Fi comes into play. This really drove for us a lot of the relationships that we have now with the carriers. And we have relationships with carriers both in the U.S. as well as internationally that center around the ability to be able to take their traffic and leverage the Wi-Fi infrastructure, the smart networks, if you will, that we've deployed in, in most of our venues across the, the, the country. And so what we've seen from the, the early trials in working with the carriers is very positive results. The ability to be able to seamlessly move from a, a cellular phone experience to being able to move that traffic to data without the user even being aware that that traffic's being moved uh, is, is paramount to the experience. And we've found very positive results in the early trials with this. But today we've got millions of, of subscribers that have been enabled with this capability. And it's really driven around the, the pass point standard. Boingo's a pioneer in, in Passpoint. We, uh, we clearly have been, been driving this both within the, the Wireless Broadband Alliance, WBA, as well as supporting the WFA, the Wi-Fi Alliance, uh, in their efforts to be able to drive from a device perspective the support for this next generation of hotspot experience. You know, the, the end result for, for consumers is going to be very positive. It's going to continue to be able to, to give them the kinds of application support the kinds of video support, the kinds of data support that they need in an environment that allows them to have that same freedom to use the phone for what they want to use it for.
which would be voice, it would be texting, it would be data applications. You know, the, the end result, what, what we expect is going to happen in the future is there's going to be a variety of standards that are going to come into play here. You're going to see you know, the, the advent of using unlicensed spectrum, the advent of being able to, to use new frequency bands that the FCC is opening up. You know, this really creates a very dynamic environment, which I, I think that, that one of the most positive things that we've seen being a, a, a Wi-Fi operator and a Wi-Fi service provider is that that marriage between the devices which are controlling a lot of this kind of interaction and what's happening with the carriers in terms of a recognition that they can't build a network that can support all of these capabilities. You know, I think that we're finding that, you know, that there's a really good space that we're in right now where we have that kind of marriage that's going to drive ultimately a great customer experience. The, I think one of the hot topics right now in public Wi-Fi is whether or not Wi-Fi should be free or whether or not this is something that end users should pay for. Uh, it's been very interesting to see how the models have changed in this. You know, we, we've gone from an era in which when, when public Wi-Fi first came out, it was always assumed that you would pay for it. When you go to a hotel, you'd pay for it. When you went to an airport, you'd pay for it. And then we saw this era happen where you know, there was this drive towards making everything free, making Wi-Fi free, making it like water in, the, uh, in, a, in a drinking fountain, if you will. And you know that that's now driven you know this the the widespread adoption of ad-based and, and other kind of enabled or sponsored Wi-Fi experiences that are out there. The big question is where is this all going to go? Because we we've got kind of an interesting collision happening out there. While free and a, and a many-based kind of Wi-Fi services you know, have a certain amount of bandwidth that's available to to consumers available to them as part of that experience. You know, where, where does that end? Do you continue to provide that, that kind of speed and availability? And the answer is there's going to be a balancing act that happens there. You're going to find that you know, increasingly, because of the, the costs to be able to support these kinds of high speeds, that you're going to find that the venue owners and operators are going to be increasingly looking at ways to, to better optimize what they do uh, in terms of the kinds of traffic they're supporting, but more importantly, tying to the experience, the applications and the content so that you know, if there are things of value that you want to be able to get to, you're, you're going to pay a fee in order to be able to get to that. And, and so I think that this is kind of a, we're, we're in an interesting pendulum swing right now where we're going to see a, a bit of this drive towards free. That will continue to happen. People want to be able to have the convenience of free access. But the ability to be able to tie content and applications to be more fee-based, more enabled, um, I think that that's really where, where we're going to see that kind of balance coming out. And from our perspective, that's why, why smart networks are so critical for us. You know, that kind of tiered infrastructure allows for Boingo to be able to provide for customers and for venue owners the ability to balance both. And you know, I think that we ultimately see that you know, as areas like carrier offload come into play, as the advent of applications and this boom in smart devices comes into play, it's going to be very interesting to see how this all plays out in terms of the balancing act and where consumers you know, look at the, the value of what they're, they're trying to get to. Mark from Boingo Wireless, we certainly appreciate meeting with him. For lots of content from the PCIe Wireless Infrastructure Show, I'd encourage you to check out rcrwireless.com as well as the RCR TV webpage and our RCR Wireless News YouTube channel. Thanks for tuning in to HetNet Happenings. HetNet Happenings is a production of RCR TV. To reach Sean Kinney or to suggest a show topic for HetNet Happenings, you can reach Sean at skinney at rcrwireless.com. On Twitter at Sean Kinney RCR. To find out more about the latest in HetNet and all things wireless, dig into rcrwireless.com.